Let's testify and give glory to God. Who like to go first? Father Vivek, I'd like to just thank the Lord today and every day for I can just praise him when there's all just peace and uh, no, no uh, dramas and uh, things in my, in my life at the moment. Uh, I just like just to just praise the Lord all every day and uh, every break I can and when I have breaks between the work and I like to give him thanks and put him first above everything and I just thank for this moment every day there's teachings as I look forward to them every day it gives me it gives me light and joy thank you Jesus thank you Father and thank you Brisbane prayer group I am blessed thank you very much thank you thank you thank you thank you Jesus brother Vivek this is Jude with you yes Jude how are you I'm good praise God brother I just want to thank the Lord for everything what has done in my life First of all, brothers, I believe very strongly the scripture, Psalm 23.1 and Psalm 91.1. Every yeah. morning when I get up, when I go to church, I say these scriptures for 91 and 23. And I believe that Lord is my shepherd and everything I need. And then whoever goes to Lord for safety, who remains on the protection Almighty, can say to him, you're my defendant, you're my God, in you I trust. And this trust and faith, I said, I've grown more deeper, deeper and stronger from my life is through this Brisbane group. Yes. I do not want to just say for the sake of saying and please everybody make them happy. No, it is the faith who has kept me happy, kept me smiling. I stand strong like the rock, which is a house which is built on the rock. And so there's obstacles coming in my life. There are so much of rejection, dejection. You know, I, sometimes I feel so disappointed. I said, I'm, I even say to myself, Lord, am I lost? No, but you are my shepherd. And I then I keep recapping what you have said. What are your teaching about? What the testimonies have made me so strong. The testimonies I listen and hear every Friday made me so strong. My friend said, no, Lord, anything may happen to me. I know till the end that the devil will not have the power to touch me. Wow. I'm like a Job. I'm like a Job, Lord. You have, I've been tested in every way, in every angle. But my faith, my the teaching, what I've learned from this group, has kept me strong and I will stand by, I will hang on to the edge of the branch, but I will not fall down, I know that. And my angels are there holding me, they're holding me and they all are interceding for me and my family. There's so many things within the family which comes, uh, the stress, worries, tension, one situation of another situation, but I just put my trust in the Lord. And I thank the group, thank Brother Russell for everything, the, the talk, what he gives in the morning, Sometimes yeah, I'm so busy with my own things and I just skip my, skip my uh, uh, the, the teaching what I get from uh, Russell. But I try to make it up and see your his teaching. And I say, thank you for everything. I say, Lord, thank you. Thank you that you have brought me so closer to you that I was a distant far away from everything. But I don't know how I came across and encountered this group. But I praise and thank God for everything for what I am today. And I thank everyone in the business group for such a teaching and the patience and the time they take to listen to every individual. Everybody is equally treated. Praise the Lord. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Praise the Lord, brother. Christina here. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this anointed group and all the teachings and miracles and for the morning prayer in tongues, especially the past few sessions on God's mercy. It's been so powerful. Thank you, Brother Russell. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And today I'd like to give all my thanks and praise to our Most High God for all his blessings and miracles this past year. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And this week, a few people that I'd prayed with in the past actually messaged me all in praise and thanksgiving for their answered prayers. And a friend said that her son who had a stroke is doing so well that he's mobile, independent, and he communicates very well. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And another said, all praise to God, her husband, whom we prayed for to rebuke cancer, came home from hospital this week and is doing well. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And a young man that I said, sorry, a young mom that I had said to bless the drinking water and declare it the blood of Jesus for her young children who were ill, said they've resumed daycare this week. Thank you, Jesus. And a son whose mother was in ICU that we made a prayer of agreement for said she moved out of ICU this week and is doing well. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And also a person who had a change of mindset and understands the power of praise and thanksgiving said all praise and glory to God that she's feeling so strong and loves sharing the story about her healing of, from cancer. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And amazingly, two family members that I hadn't had any contact with in many years contacted me this very week. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, bless a Christmas, brother, to you and your family, yeah, yeah. the entire group. Yeah, thank, thank you. Ministry. God bless you. Amen. Bless your ministry. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You'll see. Good evening, Brother Vivek and all the Brisbane Prayer Group team. Yes. Hi, Kissy. Hi. I just want to thank the Lord for all the goodness and greatness and the blessing he has showered upon me for the last year, the past year. Um, this is my, I completed one year of uh, praying with the Brisbane Prayer Group. Uh, I must admit that the amount of blessing and the, the knowledge which I've gained by the scriptures and each teaching every Friday and the spiritual manner we get every morning has helped me to get through each trials of my life. Thanks to Brother Russell also, um, as he leads us in prayers every morning through praying in chants, yes. uh, which is yes. overcome all the hurt, you know, whatever is hindering me to uh, move forward in life for as each day unfolds. Um, and I also admit that I overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of my testimony, mm, just as please. in Revelations 12, 11, mm, yes. um, every, every day I go through trials, every day I go through rejections, but I always think, this is my Lord. Let me serve him. He has died and paid my, the price on the cross for us. He got, went through a lot of rejection. I am the happy child of him, so I shouldn't be worried about anything. Today I can say, he has blessed me more than anything what I have asked for. 
I never ever thought I would be in this state. As you said before, in many of those uh, teachings, you said this is a, a land of promises. And I remember attending to one of the retreats before while I was in New Zealand, they said this is a promised land. So the Lord took me from a promised land to a land of promises. And I can really, really see that happening in me. And I hope I can grow more and more as each day unfolds here. Thank you, Brother Vivek, and thank you all the supporting prayer warriors who make this for me possible as each day pass by. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a good Christmas. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pissy. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you all, Grace, uh, that he has blessed Brother Russell to teach us so well early morning. And all the people in the Rosary and the Divine Mercy Prayer Group too. Thank you, Jesus, for everyone in this prayer group. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Thank you, Jesus. Vivikshanine here, I'd just like to say thank you to the Lord for the gift of this prayer group, the gift of each other. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of my, my husband and my family, everyone he brings into our life, the air we breathe. What a great blessing that we are to each other in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, and I thank you, Lord, for you, Vivek, and for Russell, Janelle, and Savio, just for their ministries and, and just being people of God that are so strong. I praise and thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hello. One day I hurt my finger and it ended up swelling and turning red. The next day I went to church and I sat next to my dad. I could not concentrate during the homily, so I told my dad and he said to listen to the mass. He said the healing prayer on me and after the mass I checked my finger and it was completely healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Uh, hello, brother. Yeah, Caroline. Yeah, this is Caroline here. I, I would like to uh, testify today for all the right people that God has put in my life. And I remember once uh, Brother Vivek had done a prayer about uh, having a vision for uh, your job. And I had created a vision that time. And I'm happy to uh, share with my family here that I have cleared the first round and this is for a global trainer. I've got a role of a global trainer. So I'm having the second round today and uh, by God's grace and glory, I'm sure uh, 
i can clear it and it is a work from home for me so uh, i i think god takes care of everything perfectly and it's a much better role uh, much more than what i had even asked for so uh, thank you for the teachings that you give and which uh, the conviction that you teach with vivek is so immense and especially the testimonies that we hear like someone rightly shared only awakens and uh, empowers our faith even more so uh, i i really thank god for putting us in the right place with the right people which is so important so uh, thank you the entire team who works uh, so willingly uh, towards everyone's glory and god's glory thank you thank you thank praise you praise god praise god all praise god thank you jesus thank you yes brother vivek this is eliza yes sir uh i want to praise and thank the holy spirit for taking care of me every moment of my life i say a prayer while getting out of the house every day so last week as i was walking my dog saying a prayer to the holy spirit to keep me and my dog safe because whenever he sees another dog he becomes very wild and i can't handle him few months back i had a fall fracturing my right thumb and i was in plaster for many months so last week uh, as i was walking in the footpath two cars dashed and one car plunged in front of my eyes on the footpath just 1 meter away from me if it was just a fraction of a second i and my dog would have been crushed under the car and the other car blocked the other road one car blocked the footpath and everyone gathered they were screaming and crying there were four kids in one car which plunged on the footpath and the mother got hurt and thank god kids were safe so all the christmas presents were scattered on the road people gathered and i told one lady i said please call the police immediately because nobody is bothered to call the police they are just gathered and they are just and the other car lady with the teenage daughter she started abusing this lady for you know like going in the wrong direction or whatever it is whatever she did i didn't know exactly because i just saw the car flying so anyway uh, after some time 10 minutes the police came and and the fire brigade and everything and they had to clear the road and all the crashes that is the glass pieces and the car was in such a bad state i was really shocked and i thank god i said my holy spirit if i believe in you every day and if i say my prayers all the time i'm sure i and all my people will be safe and i came home and i told my daughter and my granddaughter so and so thing happened and i said i'm still so like shivering you know and sort of shaking with whatever i saw on the road the accident was so bad anything can happen in a fraction of a second life is so uncertain so i feel that's a lesson for us we have to be prepared to die anytime anyway so i really praise and thank the holy spirit 
for keeping me and my dog safe and keeping all my family members safe with all my prayers thank you thank you jesus thank you Sorry, I want to talk again. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit played a very important role while my daughter was preparing for exams. And I used to give her the scripture from John 15, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. She, I gave her this and said whenever she used to go for study classes or exams, she needs to pray the scripture before she does her exam. And she continuously did it. And each time she used to come and tell me, it works. I wasn't able to answer a question and I was thinking of the scripture, Mama, I couldn't remember much, but I said whatever I could remember. And immediately I could write it. And I was very pleased with her that she's practicing what I have told her. Brother, the other thing was I started praying with that scripture. You won't believe I even could see what mark she was going to get, you know. And I always used to tell her, you're getting this mark, you're getting this marks. You don't worry about it. You will get this mark for your course, which you're, you know, you're desiring for. And today when the ATAR came, this morning for Queensland ATAR, I went to work one hour late just to be with her. And praise God, everything went so well. And I said, you are getting the same number. Like, you know, if it is 99, you are getting that 99. If you're getting 89, like you know 88 you're getting 88 that is what you're getting and she was like telling me mama I can't believe how you were telling me this and I said to her this is the Holy Spirit work so I praise and thank you Lord and the Holy Spirit for directing my child and all of us and I know that Janela was also praying for me and I thank her as well thank, thank you, you so much I'm so humbled Thank you. Thank you. We pray for one another. So we all have to pray for one another. This, yeah. this is the part of the family and this is the requirement to be a part of the Holy Spirit Prison Prayer Group. That when you get up, you put the precious blood of Jesus upon everyone. So Father, as I, I pray right now that the precious blood of Jesus be upon every member of the Brisbane, Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group and their family and also the loved ones who have not been part of this prayer group. I mean, we could have a spouse who's part of this, but the other spouse who's not part of it or could, could also be a potential area where not allowing the other one to pray or practice um, growing deeper into the word. So Lord, we were all there at that one point of time and we know we have walked through that phase, but there was someone who picked us up and said, join this group. And because of that, we have been strong. And just by being in the group, many times though we are down, we still are picked up and we feel, yes, we move in faith. Because many times the devil says, just give up. 
but we stand up and hold on and hold on and say, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord of my life. And we keep moving. And that's what the Lord teaches us. So whatever our situation, we praise and thank God, knowing that he is there with us and he hears our prayer. So I pour the precious blood of Jesus upon each and every family member and ask for the hedge of protection on their family, upon their finances, their jobs, their incomes, their health, their relationships, and let everything prosper because as you prosper, Lord, you are prospered in our lives, let everyone in their lives also prosper. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much. And as I want you to testify in a special way today because this is going to be the last uh, prayer meeting of this year because we are not having the Bible study on 24th and 31st because of it's New Year's Eve and Christmas Eve. So if someone has been touched by the Brisbane praying uh, by this prayer group and would like to testify, you can stand up and say how long you've been with the group and what has changed in your life. If there is something that has changed, so other people can benefit as well. So I would say I'm blessed the most. I'm so happy to be part of this prayer group. I can say my life has turned totally. And I'm so blessed the Holy Spirit. And I can talk to each other every day. It's, it's a wonderful journey for me every day. And I, I want you to share your journey too with the, your other family members. We are all a family, so please share uh, how the Holy Spirit is impacting your life and how you joined this prayer group and how, how has your life changed so far. Yes, give glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, brother. Yeah, Jack. Good. Yeah, I want to thank and praise the Lord for this beautiful year to 2021. I was really touched by this prayer group, uh, Brisbane prayer group. Before joining, I was I was anxious. I used to go here and there, fasting for prayers. Now I know, Holy Spirit is with me. Now I am very confident in my prayer. You know, brother. Now I'm not afraid, not scared. Also. Every Friday when I get a teaching, I, I put it in practice. You know, brother, this beginning of the year, I got this scripture, Exodus 33, 14. I will go before you and I'll give you rest. Uh, now I'm at rest, brother. I'm totally at rest by the word of Amen. the Lord. Yes, but, uh, brother. But this, uh, you know, this one year now, I completed in this Brisbane prayer group. And Holy wow. Spirit is guiding and teaching me each and every day. Wow. Each and every day, brother. I'm talking to the Holy Spirit and he's guiding me for small, small things. I just want to share one thing. Last month, something happened. Holy Spirit guided me such a way that I had to talk to my GM and GM, my general manager has done it and it done the dead work. Yes. If I'm not reminded, it, was, it should be, had been going to be disaster. Amen. But but yeah. Holy Spirit reminded me, and I had to go to the GM, and GM had done that work for me. Praise God for yeah. that. Oh, so happy for that. I wow. want to take and praise the Lord for this President Prayer Group. His Holy Spirit is guiding me each and every day. Amen. Amen. And you are you are guiding totally us. Blessed, totally yes, spiritually blessed. Totally, I'm good in health now. Uh, everywhere we're blessed. My family is blessed. Praise God for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, for Jack and his family. Bless his ministry also. Allow him to bring the word of God to others and heal other people. Let that prosperity move from him to others as well and let it flow. Just let him be the channel of your peace. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.
anyone else would like to thank god for the year because this is the last prayer meeting of this year and if the holy spirit has touched your life so please share so that someone else's life can be touched how did this brisbane prayer group help you in your personal life and how is the lord working in your life see we are just a catalyst we just help you to go to the word of god but then the holy spirit takes over and he takes does it such a marvelous thing just like jack shared so yeah please unmute and share I just would like to thank and praise the Lord for this wonderful year that has come to an end and for all the blessings that we have received this year. And I would like to thank and praise God for this wonderful prayer group family uh, and for the gift of each and every member of this wonderful prayer group. We are never seeing each other, but we are so connected in spirit. Absolutely. Life has changed completely 360 degrees. And um, we can't do it. I mean, the Bible goes with us every, everywhere we go. So, yeah, so that's how um, uh, life has uh, changed. Also, I wanted to just uh, uh, give a small testimony that I had a very challenging week at work. I, um, I, your, your voice is going up and down. Can you come close to the mic? Or I don't know. What's yeah, going. I had a very challenging uh, week uh, at work. I just want to thank and praise God for being with me and uh, believing in your heart and confessing the scriptures uh, has helped me and also giving my colleagues uh, the, 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 uh, the courage and also giving them uh, the hope of speaking positive and there's uh, power in what you speak. So uh, it, it, it helped them as well. So I just want to thank and praise God that I could I see as well with them. Yes. Um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Anyone else would like to share? Russell, can we make some announcements? You had certain announcements to make. Yes, thank you. Just one announcement about the, uh, just a reminder again, though, Brother Vivek has mentioned it as well. The next two Fridays, that is Friday 24th of December and Friday 31st of December, we will not have uh, Bible study sessions. So our next one will be in the first week of January. And uh, we are also shutting down the, the uh, Brisbane Prayer Group WhatsApp group. And we are migrating completely to Telegram. Uh, the link, as you can see, is already in the in the chat. 
on Zoom. I shall also share that link on our on the chat in our on our YouTube page for this video. So all those that are watching through YouTube can also click that link and join us on Telegram. Uh, the benefit there is that uh, we are no longer limited to 256 uh, group members in the group, as was the case with WhatsApp. So there are many more that can have the benefit of joining us and uh, using that prayer room to bless their own families and bless others as well. So please use that link and join in and let's continue on Telegram. Thanks. And Russell, you would like to thank the Lord for the Christmas yes, paper? Yeah. Uh, it has been a, a massive three years for us with this prayer group and we have seen sea change not just in, in the lives of others but in our own personal prayer life and where we've transited from you know, starting to open the Bible I remember for the first time in 2019 to where it is now and the kind of revelations that we keep pouring every day, the blessings that we've seen in our personal lives on the job front on the home front, in terms of our relationships and friendships, there's so many things that the Lord has done and continues to do. And I don't fully understand his ways yet with what he, where he is going with so many things, but it's just our job to you know, just trust on him and believe that he's got it under control. So thank you, God, for a powerful and a wonderful year. Thank you for all the good things you were doing in our lives. Thank you for the gift of your very presence that we are able to enjoy at will every single day. That, that in itself is like it's it's the greatest gift that we can get. Thank you, Jesus. Savio is there? Yes, Rick. I would like to thank God yes, for sir. this for this entire year that has gone by. Uh, with all the challenges, with all the all the disappointments. Uh, he's given me the, the, the courage uh, to look at it differently and to move on. And all the, all the successes that have happened in, in, this, in this entire year that has gone is also through his word brought me closer in understanding his way for me in my life. So I really want to thank and praise, praise Jesus, praise the Holy Spirit. Thank you for this prayer group for this prayer group, for this family, this praying family that has brought each of, each of us closer together. And I pour your, the precious blood of Jesus on each and every member of this prayer group. That Amen. in 2022, this prayer group grows much more stronger. Uh, and as we are moving on to the new app, uh, we have now more people joining us more than WhatsApp could hold. So this numbers will keep growing and growing in 2022. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, Vivek, yeah. Pramila, yeah. Yeah, Pramila. Uh, yes, I'm really being, I'm blessed for being a part of the Brisbane prayer group. I remember the time when Newton called up and told me Vivek has started his prayer group. I want you, uh, do you want to join? And I've always seen Newton running behind preachers and sometimes they were, uh, they were not all right and they would misguide him. And I could see that and I thought, my God, another prayer group now he wants me to go into. And I said, okay, okay, uh, you let me know. And I was not so interested. And without asking me, he spoke to you and he added, uh, and you added me. And when he told me, and I, and I saw myself and I called him immediately, I was so angry. And I said, uh, you added me in the group. I said, I didn't know, I thought you'll ask me. And he said, uh, no, I spoke to Vivek and he added you. 
but because i knew you on a personal level i felt i didn't feel like leaving the group because i knew you and i i really thank the lord because i feel it was his plan because to be a part of this group that i did not take that aggressive decision and leave the group but i said okay let me see let me continue and i started attending every friday prayer session and i have realized that i've grown over the years today things may not be all right in every area of our life but jude and me we are at such ease and peace peace only because of the way you have taught us you know to uh, uh, taught us how to increase our faith and uh, and taught us the bible so well that we are actually implementing it in our daily lives and even though things are may not be all that right but we have that hope and faith and uh, i you know there are many times i have fallen ill but and i feel i feel that i will add it in the brisbane group but i think that uh, vivek has taught us you know prayer warriors how to pray and how to fight the devil then why should i add on to all the other prayer requests for people who are not in the brisbane prayer group and who desperately need the prayer no i will fight it i will fight it because it would makes no sense me putting again prayer request for my sickness after you been teaching us for this entire year how to fight the devil and i said if i if i don't do that then it's it's not right i will not put a prayer request but i will fight my sickness with whatever vivek has taught and i have grown and i feel now i actually know uh, what the word of god is my son keeps telling me why why are you in brisbane prayer group what have you learned so i told him nana i should take us to church and we should just follow you know what has been said and repeat and come we never knew the meaning or anything and all these years we never knew but i really want to know and i am so blessed to be a part and the children are seeing that how we are using the word of god and how our approach also towards them uh, has changed you know uh, like we would react instantly all that has changed only because of the Uh, the way you have uh, trained us and the holy spirit uh, plan it was that i should be and then i added jude and it was the same story with jude and i kept telling jude join the group and he was little reluctant and then one day i possibly got him got him in the group and uh, he too changed and he oh, said in all these years i i feel i have grown now and i really know what the word of god is we actually know what the word of god is and how we can walk in faith which we were very naive and i want to thank newton for maybe it was the plan of the holy spirit that i be a part of this group and i'm so happy that i did not make that aggressive decision of leaving even though i was angry with him but that was the lord's plan with it Thank you, Lord. Where's Where's uh, Newton today? Is not there. I can't see. <laughs> must have gone somewhere. <laughs> okay, must be busy somewhere. Anyway, thank you so so much, Pamela and Jude, for those wonderful testimonies. It's really so touching that you know you guys stuck on because I know so many people who joined and left because you know the devil would never want you to um, you know be a part of a group where it's powerful and you know you're going to change your whole life. And I've seen change in so many people. I'm sure many many more can testify. But Pramila, that is so important that you testify because you're just telling the Lord what He has done for you. See, I'm yes. just a messenger of God. It's not me doing it. It's the Lord who's doing it. So He had a plan for you. He chose you, and He decided, you know, you come here. And Brisbane Prayer Group is a platform. 
if you don't have a relationship with the lord we can do nothing more than this you know it's more important that you have that relationship you talk to the holy spirit you make those prayers you do the fighting and you see victory always you know in all our situations so as jude said none of us have no trials in life but it's it you know god is with you he will never forsake you and never leave you so you know the lord is your shepherd and you shall never lack anything he provide every need of your if you truly believe in him and you trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your understanding so every scripture is so powerful so thanks pramila for that testimony and god bless you thanks vivek thanks pramila uh yeah last uh, few days the devil has been attacking me and i feel i got my anxiety back but uh, previously when i used to have this i used to call up my friends my sisters i don't know what i used to do and get panicky but now i just keep saying i confess boldly continuously when i get this and i pick up certain scriptures like i am the body of christ and i keep on yes. saying it and i'm able to bring it under control yes. that is what i am happy yeah even though i am still feeling it but i know that only the scriptures can help me nothing else can help me use look for it in the the spirit of the lord is upon me my god himself has anointed me filled me with his love and set me free from every evil work of the enemy so daisy yeah. you can change that scripture according to you and yeah. you know so use that look for it it's been a very powerful scripture in that area okay just okay. use that continuously say that because you are asking the holy spirit his presence to be in there because the one who lives in you is the holy spirit he is more powerful than the evil one in the world yes so go confidently and sin i shame you satan in the name of jesus because i know the one in me is more powerful than you you can do whatever you want but you are defeated on the cross so that's how you shame you know in the name of jesus yeah okay that's thank good. you thank you jesus Is anyone else would like to share? Brother, this is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for this whole year. Uh, I joined the, this group in April. Uh, I can say that still now I have not missed any of the teachings on Friday. So I, I think that is a great, great thing for me. Like I take it as a great thing, and every week there was a great anointing for me. which Amen. i was able to yes every week i could enjoy it i could feel it uh, i could be i would be filled with joy at the end of the meeting and uh, i don't know what to do with that joy i used to share i will go on giving the words to everybody yes i too i will share the scriptures uh, even though this week was also was a very little hard week with the struggle week but still i was able to go up only with the word of god only what the, the teachings of using the teachings using the scriptures 1 john 4 for luke 4 18 1 john 3 8 and all the scriptures continuously uh, repeating repeating by repeating only with only with that i was able to go through otherwise otherwise i could not know how how i would be so i want to thank god for all the teachings and this prayer group for all the anointing i am getting thank you brother thank you thank you thank you jim thank you yes anyone else who would like to thank god and remember this is the last prayer meeting of this year if you want to thank god for the prayer meeting or the prayer group that you are part of or the lord himself in your life 
if you could see some change in your life, I'm sure you should thank God. Um, Brother Vivid, uh, this is Amy again. I just uh, got my uh, uh, my uh, COVID nineteen vaccination. I wasn't so uh, too um, uh, worried about getting it, but um, I just uh, I got it because uh, well, the Holy Spirit's putting me through all, all kinds of tests and stuff like that, and the only, I I just got it because I'm just confident in the Word of God only. Otherwise, I wouldn't take it. And, uh, just like, um, but I like the reassurance of uh, the the uh, Russell and in your in your teachings of the blood of Christ is uh, anointed and the anointing of us. Yeah, it's, it's basically that the word of God, like in also the Hebrews thirteen seventeen, just like obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourself, for they watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for this is unprofitable for you but also um, with the word of god there's with god there's nothing impossible and ask from ask of him of whatever you want and he'll do it believe and now yes. mark 24 yes and shall be done to you so um yeah and that's basically it and um i'm, I'm quite assured with the word of god now i can sort of you know probably do other stuff and go overseas to see my um, relatives as well and stuff like that. And I'll always be, um, I am the body of Christ. Insane sickness, sin, you have no power, you know, place in me. Amen. And the glory be to God. Thank you very thank much. You, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone else would like to share? Brother Vivek, can I add something, please? Yeah, yeah, please uh, one of my family member was diagnosed for cancer a few years back and she was cured completely and uh, all after all her tests was you know no, nothing was found yet after a few years back the cancer cells are you know she got a relapse again and uh, things went upside down however you know, there was a lot of tension in the family the only thing when they, when they shared this to us we, the only thing Pramila and myself said just believe and we know that you're healed Every time whenever we called, just believe, we said, just believe you are healed. To us, you are already healed. If you only believe you are healed. Just a, a day before we got a message and, and then she had to go. She had to go for the start of all the chemotherapies again, everything. And uh, I can imagine the tension was there, the, the amount of tension in the family. Just day before I got, a day before yesterday, I got a message from my brother that every, all the reports are come clear. There are no cancer cells found. However, the doctors have still said that you have to go for another three settings, uh, sittings of us, and but you have to complete the, the medical procedure. But I praise and thank God, and there was so much of joy, and thank for the faith and the trust and the belief what we had, you know, and we put into them. And they were, they were the first time I've seen a, such a lovely message from about the prayers, you know, spiritual message, what my family members said in the group, the family group. I just praise and thank God for this, for this group, the Brisbane group, the amount of trust and faith. All these years when I, since I've joined, you know, has built me and made me so strong. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jude. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I'm so happy that, you know, like Jude and Pramila putting the word of God into practice. Same with Newton. And I'm so thankful that, you know, people are actually taking the word and applying it in their life. That is what matters. It is not just being a part of a prayer group. 
it's like going to a gym but you know not just entering the gym saying i have a membership but if you if you do the workout definitely your body will change so same thing with our spiritual exercises we exercise and take authority because we are believers so that's what happens and that's what changes and our life changes i mean it's so simple the lord says i am the shepherd and you shall not lack anything if you can just dwell on that words you said there can never be lack in your life because the shepherd has to provide for the sheep so and why do he call why does he call sheep remember sheep is one of the most dumbest animals in the whole you ask any they're so dumb that they are many times the shepherd has to take so much of care of the sheep i did a teaching on the you know this psalm 23 and in that we learned that jesus calls us sheep because of that because we don't know where we are heading and where the devil is around and the shepherd will take care of us so if we meditate on scripture there's so much of power in our life and see so it's it's simple we complicated that's why i say the lord is my shepherd and i shall never lack in okay if someone says there are so many bills in your house who's going to pay them how is it he said the lord will provide abraham said the lord will provide so let our words be the same the lord will provide and things will change in our life the lord will definitely provide amen i just have a small word for brother jude this is for your cousin that was suffering from the the cancer the sickness please minister the word of god to her and her family get them to start reading the word of god i just want to reference luke chapter 11 verse 24 and 25 where it speaks about the unclean spirit going out and then the house is left swept clean and in order and if it's empty then they can come back and they bring seven more with them then that is primarily the reason why that cancer has relapsed so her life that that heart that is swept clean now and free from the cancer once again this time in order to prevent a relapse please fill it with the word of god that's what you and pramila will have to do to minister to them brother yes i i totally second that because i remember praying for one person and uh, that person was uh, in a massive heart attack and i was in a garden making uh, just walking in the garden they asked me can you pray and uh, they were trying to reach brother johnson and by mistake they called me and i was in the garden just taking a walk i prayed instantly the person got healed at that very moment he lived right from january and uh, after that i had mentioned to them be in the word be in the word but four or five months later again the situ- situation happened and that time we couldn't do anything about it so i totally second what russell says it's very important that we are in god's word and uh, today yeah, thanks sir that's sorry important. sorry yes. i said thanks russell for uh, telling this because i think uh, we never thought of it even though we are in the word that we need to speak to them and minister them uh, about the word of god because i heard uh, russell's teaching where he mentioned that uh, when you're ill you it first is in your spirit and then it shows in your physical so it's very important for them to be strong in the spirit so that the you know the cancer does not come in the physical so yeah. thanks russell thanks so much thank you jesus thank you he's the one
Okay, we can have one last testimony. Anyone who would like to share? Let me start. Thank you, brother. Thank you, all my brothers and sisters. I've been in this group for uh, about a year, I suppose. I don't remember the date. Thank you, Sister Merlin, for joining me in. And uh, thank you, brothers, that you have instilled that we should keep on speaking and writing the word, the scriptures. And, uh, and Brother Russell's morning prayer also, the way he prays, it's all scriptures. So it's really enriching. And lot to learn, lot to learn, lot to lot more to grow in the love of Jesus. So thank you, thank you so much, all my brothers and sisters, the Rosary team, making us feel like a family. Thank you so much, all of you. God bless. I will urge all of you to at least you know join the praying in tongues. It's surprising at uh, you know such a powerful session in the morning. We just have 10, 12 people in the morning. We should be giving our first time of the day to the Lord. Uh, if you can at, at, attend it in live, it's so beautiful. So many revelations that come in from the Lord, speaking special messages, you know, in visions and, and so many messages that come. Sometimes he'll be talking to you, especially. I also would urge people to join the praise and worship on a Friday. I always share this, that the healing always takes place in the spirit and then shows up physically. So many times people who are showing up with, you know, cancers or kind of different types of problems that they have physically could be all because of an unforgiveness or an area in a spiritual realm. So it all starts in that spirit realm. And many times when you're praising God, suddenly you get released from that and then you get healed in the physical realm. So it's all in the spirit that it takes place. So nothing happens for nothing. So always remember praise and worship has a lot of power. And that's why I try to attend that uh, in a big way. We also have the, the, the rosary session where people intercede uh, every night, the Divine Mercy, the Angelus and the Rosary. I'm part of it all, almost every day. I would urge people to come and pray as a family because we have Mother Mary's intercession for this prayer group. And you know we are a Catholic prayer group, so we definitely have the intercession of Mother Mary for what we do in our ministries. So we are here as a family. And if you need prayers, please remember to put it on a group. There could be someone praying for you. But I would still stand up and say, fight your battle and know the one who is inside you is more powerful than the one in the world. And you speak to that person and say, I've won the victory. You can't, you have the last laugh because you have Christ in you. And if that faith is in you through God's word, nothing can shake you. Always operate in love and that's what matters. Okay, so let's start our teaching for tonight. Uh, we're going to have two more steps you're going to take. And... Uh, We'll say an angel power confession. That's what the Lord wants me to do. We release the angels of our life at the end. So we're doing the 12 steps to a good year and we're doing the part three. That is, uh, we're going to have uh, step five and six. These are resolutions for the new year. Uh, the theme is specially designed to give us good resolutions for the year. Each step is based on the passage from the epistle to the Hebrews that commences with the words letters. Okay, And I shared with you letters. Taken together, these 12 passages constitute more than 12 scriptural New Year resolutions that we do. And if you look at the first four, we started with let us fear, let us be diligent, let us hold fast to our confession. That was our last teaching. And let us hold, let us draw near to the throne of grace. We're going to step five, which is let us press on to maturity. Our first scripture today is Hebrews 6.1. Let's start with Hebrews 6.1. Take me to the NAS version, New American, New NAS. 
therefore, leaving the elementary teaching about the Christ, let us press on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. Okay, this is very important. And this is where many of us lack in that area. Let me explain. The resolution here is basically saying that let us press on to maturity. It is tremendously very, very important for us uh, to see that we do this. We have no other option because what we think, many Christians are the impression that Christian life is somehow about arrival. We arrive. And the moment you accept Jesus Christ, things will change, everything. Yes, everything is good. But remember, the walk is important. We continue in our journey, in our spiritual journey. You cannot say you have arrived and it's a destination because Jesus is the way. And what really happens here is, so whenever we say, now I've already reached here and I'm settled and you put your hands up. So you say, I'm, now I'm there. But it's never true in Christian life to remain static in the spiritual life is almost impossible. So why I share that, have you changed in your personal life? Is there some change? Because the one who has changed is started moving from, from being immature to just started maturity in Christ. You can't, when a child is born, a child drinks milk, but you can't put the child on milk all, you know, continuously. That's, that's a particular phase. But then the child starts eating solid foods and then, you know, starts getting more mature. So maturity is a process and it takes place. You just cannot be, just be, you know, depending on. So at the start, let me just explain. Everyone would come to the preacher and say, Brother Russell, pray for me. Brother Vivek, pray for me. But today, as you go mature, you know that the Lord will listen to you too. Or what you could say is that pray with me rather than say pray for me. You have reached to that stage knowing that even a prayer of agreement, you could pick up anyone in the group and pray that prayer of agreement and the prayer is heard. Because you know the Lord looks at the heart, not at your, uh, not at your mind. Why it happens that you know you ask your child to pray and the prayer gets heard? Because the Lord looks at the heart. Many of us think that if we know the scripture and if I can quote that scripture from my mind, know it like a parrot, I can quote it. That prayer is an answered prayer. But if you do not believe in your heart that the moment you spoke that word, the Lord has heard you. There is no use because you're only speaking with your mind and you're only speaking from what you know. The Lord looks at, and faith is in the heart. It's not in the mind. You know, it's not just you say, I, I, I know it. I know it all. You've got to keep being humble and trusting God for his word, knowing that his word will never fail. That's how you pray. Okay. Today, as I was praying, the Lord said, Again, he shared with me, without prayer, you cannot move anything in heaven. Imagine God can see you suffer, go through problems. But unless someone is praying for you or unless you make a prayer, nothing will move in the spirit. Prayer is a weapon and we have to pray. Okay. So when we pray, see praise and thanksgiving also is a very powerful thing. These are two powerful spiritual weapons we have as believers. One is to praise God. When you start the Abba Father, say, Abba Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It starts with praising God. Thy kingdom come in my life. Thy will be done in my life. Okay, because obviously, it is his will that has to happen in my life and then I'll be prosperous. On earth as it is in heaven. 
Now, many people, once you know our father is one of the most powerful prayer ever in the Bible. That's why Luke 11, when you read that entire chapter about prayer and Jesus says, this is how you pray. And, and the disciples ask, how do I pray? And he teaches us the our father. The our father has a lot of depth in it, if you understand it. It's all about praising God. It's all about repenting from what we have done. Asking for our needs. Give us this day our daily bread. And the last thing is yielding to God by asking him to forgive us our sins as we forgive others. And I shared with you, deliverance is the last step. It always comes after we forgive others. Many of us do not realize if a person is into the habit of alcohol or into any kind of an addiction, remember that is not the real cause of a problem. People try to treat that problem not realizing there's a stronghold sitting in an area of a person's life and the person does not like to talk about it. He's so close to it that he feels an alcohol is a way out or getting into pornography or drugs or something is a way out. Come to the preacher and say, hey brother, can you pray that this demon of alcohol leaves so-and-so person? And we make a prayer and the demon leaves. But what happens? The stronghold has not moved. And the demon will come back with another seven demons and the situation will be worse. The, the, the most important thing that we have to know is that most of our problems in the physical realm are, is because of unforgiveness or bitterness in the, in the spiritual realm. Every problem, every situation that comes in the physical realm always originates in the spiritual realm. We have done a teaching on this, a depth teaching. So whatever you see in the physical realm always shows up in the spirit realm first. Okay. So if you have sadness in your life, sadness is something in your spirit. Okay. Joy is in your spirit. Okay. The fruit of the spirit is, you know, love. Love is in your spirit. Okay. The same thing happens also on the negative side. So when we say we have seen so many problems in our life, it always emerges from the spirit realm. That's why it's so important that we ask for forgiveness and we forgive others. Because if you see Mark 11, 25 says that if you do not forgive, you cannot get what you have prayed for. Because the Heavenly Father will not forgive you. So we have to understand most of our problems are rooted with unforgiveness. If you can forgive, a simple step, I share this is my prayer with you and I'm sharing this with you. The devil will talk to you and try to trouble you with this. He'll say, look at that person in your life. See, he's so he's prosperous. He's doing so well. Your immediate reaction should not be to hate or speak a word of hate, but say, I love this brother or this sister in Jesus' name. And I ask God to bless and prosper them more. And again, that hurt may come in again. Again, you pray, I love so-and-so person. Name that person in Jesus' name. This is my spiritual brother or sister. And I ask God to bless them in every area of their life, in the area of their finances, in the area of their health, in the area of their relationships, in the area of their prayer life, that Jesus Christ, you come alive and become alive to them. I pray that you come in their life. And I take this person's name. And because of this person, I, you know, so many other people will be blessed. And if the person comes again, again, you make a prayer. This is how you move a stronghold out of your life. <clears throat> If you do not do what I'm saying, it will be very difficult. This is how the Lord taught me. You have to do exactly what the devil, opposite of what the devil does. The devil says, hate the person, speak something wrong, speak hatred, you speak love. Whenever you operate in love, you are powerful. The devil cannot get you. 
he can try anything but when you operate in love because god is love and true love casts out fear and the devil is all about fear so they cannot be fear and love together understand this and how do you do that keep speaking if that person comes in your mind just love the person bless the person continuously doing it and i would say one thing if you keep doing this all the time you'd soon find that you're you're being able to come out of that situation and many times the alcohol or any kind of pornography or any kind of an area that you are stuck in that will totally go because the stronghold is destroyed and i would say always go to the root of a problem do not at, you know solve it at the surface level because in the root is where the stronghold is where the devil gets us so all our problems start in the spirit realm but only show up in the physical realm why do we say make a prayer believing that you have received what is the lord talking about is the spirit realm because when you receive in spirit it shows up in the physical realm i hope this makes sense to all of you and you know the lord has taught me this and i shared as you know i decided to share this not part of my teaching but yeah it's so important that we get to this point and do not just say we have arrived and we are we are christians we are good you know being part of a prayer group like this brisbane prayer group gives you a lot of responsibility you have to be part of the word daily because if you're not part of the word the devil is going to attack you he's not going to keep quiet because he does not want you to be part of a powerful praying family but you are given the grace through the word of god and you need to read the word of god daily i urge everyone who was part of this prayer group to have time daily to make time to read the word of god and meditate on the word of god that's what we learned in joshua 1:8 if you want to be prosperous you meditate on his word do not look to the left or to the right just meditate on his word and apply that word in your daily life because you need to be growing in god's word you can't just be there and say no i have arrived okay so this is what it is uh look at proverbs 418 sabhi can you take me there but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day so this look at the word the path of the righteous okay here the path of the righteous is absolutely general if you notice okay this is not speaking about some some or some particular believer it is talking about a righteous it refers to a righteous person the part of the righteous person is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day now notice first of all the righteousness is a path okay righteousness is a path okay a path is something that we move along okay we move along a path and a path is never designed for standing still imagine if you are taking a walk and you stand there itself can you say that you have finished your walk savio no no you need to make a walk when you're moving you're moving yes. isn't it your whole yes. body is moving and you are moving to take a walk because you can't stand there and say i'm taking a walk yes okay. same with christianity right uh, the path of the righteousness it means it's a path we have to walk that path 
Okay, we have to keep growing. You've got to be hungry for the word. And today, as we learn, there's a lot of depth in today's teaching. So please be blessed by today's teaching as well. So it's a path, okay? So righteousness is a path. It implies that there should be motion. You keep on moving, okay? You cannot be stagnant and you cannot say that I have reached my destination. It is a journey and it's a path, okay? It implies progress and development. Every day you need to be progressing in that area of your life. Holy Spirit, which area of my life am I weak? You reveal that area to me so that I can make improvements there. I can ask for forgiveness there. Lord, if there is any stronghold in my life, you reveal that stronghold to me. And as soon as that stronghold is revealed, you know, sometimes it pains us a lot. We don't like to confront something that hurts us so badly. And that's why it happens that people get into addictions because they want a way out. So many times, if the Holy Spirit reveals that to us, we are able to do exactly opposite by blessing those people who had created this problem in our life. When we keep doing that a million times, now, from hatred, it has turned to love and the stronghold is broken. This is called renewing of mind. Many people think when the Holy Spirit comes in, everything will change, you know, upside down, things will change. Yes, your life will change only if your mind is renewed. Same mind who was watching pornography, the same mind now, after having the word of God, when the Holy Spirit says no, you said no. And you switch off that and you don't ever watch it. Or you destroy that, all those cassettes or whatever you have and throw it out. Because you know you got the Holy Spirit in you and he's tastier than anything else in the world. Because he tastes, you gives you the taste of Jesus himself. And you realize that I am in Christ and I'm that creation of Christ. So Christ dwells in me. How can I? This body is not mine. These eyes are not mine. These thoughts are not mine. Everything belongs to Jesus. So I want to share this with you. This is how the Holy Spirit teaches me is that whenever I go into any situation where I can feel there's evil coming, I only know that the body is not mine. My thoughts are not mine. Everything belongs to God. Lord, this is all yours. It is all yours. I praise and thank you, Lord, because I know that I don't belong to myself. You have bought me. I am bought by your blood. Now, when I know that I don't belong to myself, Savi, if you're using somebody else's car, I'm just ex taking an example. Yes. Okay. If you're using someone's, okay, I'm just asking you, suppose if someone gives you a Mercedes, say, I'll take it for a round. Yes. Will you go speeding with it and, you know, take all, you know, some cuts and turns here and there? You know, the car, maybe say a $2 million car, a very, very costly car. Would you do that or you'll drive it no, carefully? No, I'll drive it, I'll drive it carefully and safely. Okay. Yes. Now, the, the thing is that we are, God has bought us with a price. Now, understand this, Savio. Your body does not belong to you. It is bought with the precious blood of Jesus. Is that clear? Yeah. 1 Corinthians yes. 6, 19, 20. Yes. We know that scripture very well, okay? That I am, you know, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm bought with a price and the price is paid in full. So, Savio Vivek has bought in full, okay? Now, the thing here is God has given us Okay, the freedom to use this body. But remember, we are accountable at the day of judgment for what we do in the body. Yes. So can I keep sinning when the truth is in me? No. Okay, so it's very important that what else is there in Hebrews 10, if you notice, it's very, when you read that scripture, you, you know, that I, I, I fear when I read that. You'll be subject to judgment because... There is nothing more for a person who knows the truth and keeps on sinning. 
when you know your body is not yours you got to be careful and say lord it's your body it's your thoughts it's your thing. okay we make mistake you come back and say lord i'm sorry earlier you would say what what's the mistake there is no mistake now i want you to share one thing that many times you realize when you are in sin okay you do not know what is good or what is bad you agree sir yes when the devil steals kills and destroy he kills you of your entire conscience so people just watch pornography as if it's normal like you know they invite other people also you also come hey, come free me you can see because they don't realize because their conscience has been killed are you getting yes when the holy spirit comes alive okay why i quote you know uh isaiah 1027 because that's a that's that is one thing the holy spirit can destroy is a stronghold that is sitting there the yoke of the devil is a stronghold once that is destroyed people who are drinking habitual drinkers for years have never drunk again not not sipped it again that taste of alcohol has left them because they have the word of god now which is so tasty and they have truly loved jesus that they don't look at the bottle anymore someone who has got into the, the when the holy spirit comes alive people with pornography watching it day morning to night they are totally changed people who are into different kinds of addictions or people who are you know abusing people at home or you know are brave aware the bad words stop from their mouth there is love in them there is change when the holy spirit sets in in your life all i'm trying to share is this is what romans 12:2 means you are the same person there's no difference the only thing is god has renewed your mind through the word and that mind gets renewed to god's word and now that mind says oh what i'm doing is wrong because the lord is in me this is not my body these eyes are not mine these ears are not mine the thoughts are not mine everything belongs to god i have to give an account for what i do lord jesus i'm sorry i know i belong to you and you alone have authority over this body i have no authority now chan now try doing and sinning with the same body can you sin sir no so the thing here is when you are driving somebody else's car you are very careful because you are scared what if i dash it and something happens that fellow will send the bill home okay the same with the lord the body does not belong to us it belongs to god he has given it to you now will you take it out and do all the wrong things no no and then he says okay on day of judgment savio what did you do with the body when this truth sets in there's a big revelation change in my life because i realize that i don't own it i've got to be a caretaker of what god has given me this body houses the holy spirit how can i sin when the holy spirit dwells inside my body i hope this is touching you if it's touching you this is directly from the holy spirit right now put an amen give glory to god because this is life changing this is renewal of mind and once this happens life changes grace of god comes in our life and grace is that very measure of prosperity that will always chase you in your life how beautiful it is we chase success imagine success chasing you people start doing whatever it takes to be successful but i share this with you in the name of jesus when the sin is out grace 
the very grace is the connection of god to man is in you that is blessings of god prosperity will chase you you do whatever you want that's why he says in in psalms 13 whatever he does prospers have you heard that samuel yes. <clears throat> you've seen that scripture yes that comes because of the lord's grace why do you see people are prospering always they're doing well in life their god's hand of favor is upon them even if something bad happens to them that also turns for good and people say how can this happen because this is how god works in their lives because that's their relationship with god when we realize this truth our minds are renewed and suddenly even your business will prosper let the lord run your business business will prosper i speak of my uncle okay he's a very powerful he's 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 a good businessman when he met the lord you know way back in 1995 i used to wonder how he does business earlier he had no time for the word of god nothing to do with god's word but the day he met the lord he spent most of his time with the word of god and the amount of time he put in business was lesser because of the amount of dedication to understand god's word but god prospered his business three times more or four times more when he was in the world brother johnson i'm one of his disciples the first disciple and he knows me so well because we used to go on that same bike many times my mom used to tell me without slippers i used to go and sit on his ironda bike and we used to go ministering to people and he used to just come he said hey kidhar hai re he used to talk to me that way and you know i used to just jump and we used to go but i seen that man he is a businessman himself he gave his life to christ and i used to ask him personally his business prospered 10 times or 10 fold because the word of god touched his workers and his workers would do everything days to manage his cash days to do what he has to do and i used to wonder how can prosperity come to someone who's given most of his time to god you know to god when you do god's work and when you spend time in the word there is prosperity because i'm sharing this because out of out of not just because i'm sharing it this is the lord who's sharing this when when the lord is in you his grace and his favor is upon you you don't need anything except the favor of god because even the day, the darkness will become light for god the darkness and light are same are you getting me so the path of righteousness is like the light of dawn the sh- that shines brighter and brighter until the full day and i'm sharing this with testimonies because i know when you give your life to christ and when that grace comes back again remember where what ha- what can block grace is sin when that sin is out grace again flows there is restoration sometimes people who have lost everything get up 10 time measure tenfold measure and they have success and prosperity in every area of their life not just in finances and if that is what you need go to the lord ask him which area of my life is wherever there's a stronghold the holy spirit will reveal that area for you and it's very difficult to come in face with someone it could be someone who has molested you or someone said something bad to you when you were a child saying that you're a useless child nothing good will come from you nothing good will happen to you you will never get a child curses were put by your parents or someone 
and you don't want to even listen or think of that particular day in your life you're just buried it inside you and the holy spirit will bring that day alive in your life and you will forgive and keep forgiving and keep forgiving the moment that stronghold breaks i promise you in the name of jesus your you will shine brighter and brighter just like the righteous because the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn amen sabio is that amen okay so in that area remember if you are under some depression or if you are going through things or if you have been bullied or if you have been this there's some area in your life there was someone who bullied you and created all this go back in time ask the lord take me there i want to share one thing with you you know but the lord there's so much the holy spirit teaches me and i i you know one day i pray that we meet somewhere and we can you know fellowship you know some day when the lord wants it in spirit amen this is what he teaches me he says vivek who stops you from going to you know calvary and i said lord but how do i go to calvary that happened so many years ago he says no calvary can happen right now because you are spirit and i am spirit okay and jesus is alpha and the omega the beginning and the end you can have a calvary experience and be under the cross and be having a bath with the precious blood of jesus every moment of your life just be in and the anointing will be so strong every drop of blood falling upon you from the head to the toe you are covered with that blood why because you are spirit within the spirit realm there's nothing like time and space understand this we have a time and space because we live in a physical body but with a spirit there is no time there's no space you just move 1 million years and move 1 million in the front there is no there is no space and time and this is what he told me and i said yes let's lord let's go and have a bath he said yes let's go and i felt the presence of the lord and this is why i want to share with you you could experience cana for the first miracle where the wine has run short if the wine has run short when you pray the rosary you got to go to mother mary and say the wine has run short in my marriage can you tell jesus and you go and listen to her and say yes the wine has run short in this area of his finances or in the area of his job and the lord will turn that water into wine the lord will turn the jobless into a job the lord will turn that situation in your favor this is how i have understood the rosary after the anointing because that's how the mother understands that very marriage at Canaan Galilee so if you understand the path of the righteous the holy spirit makes even a prayer like the rosary which was one of the most boring prayers for me today he's made that prayer come alive amen to that the very mass has to attend us to wait for it to get over only yes i'm a guitarist i play music so i should enjoy that part but today when i sit in worship there is a powerful anointing of the holy spirit because every prayer made to the father in the name of jesus is right there in the spirit realm i can see that the lord is right there his presence is there and the mass comes alive i'm praying in tongues in silent tongues all the time and there is the joy of the spirit how many of you experience spot an amen this is what the holy spirit does when he comes alive in your life you cannot do the same sins you are doing if you are a drunkard you can't drink again sorry you can't 
because you just can't take that bottle in your hand. If you were watching pornography and had all the things, today your eyes will burn. If you go out and start looking at it, you just can't look at it because how can a holy God who lives, who dwells in me with so much of holiness, with his eyes are holy, his mouth is holy, everything is holy. How can I open my eyes and see something like that? You just can't see it. You can't. As someone, Sabi, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. This happens when the Lord is, you know, when that bonding of you and the Lord are one. Even in a situation when you're going through trials and tribulations, you will always thank and praise God knowing that He is in control and He'll turn that night into day. Everything will turn for your good. Nothing can go against you. Because remember one thing, and I shared this before, there's only one relationship only one relationship, and I say this again, that is permanent. The relationship with you and Jesus. Because remember, you got the Holy Spirit only because of Jesus. You accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, and the free gift came as the Holy Spirit. If you don't accept Jesus, you can't approach the Father. You can't get the Holy Spirit. And the Word of God would never become alive in your life. Only one relationship. The day you're born, you come into this world. You meet your parents, you meet your siblings, you meet your husband, you meet your children, you meet everything. But the day you leave the world, nobody's going to jump in your grave. There's one relationship between you and the Lord. And that's the only permanent relationship. And I tell you one thing. If you have a very strong relationship with the Lord, you'll have the best marriage. Because if you put him first in the marriage, your marriage will be full of love. If put him first in your job, the job will be prosperous. Put him first in your business, you will see prosperity like never before. I'm speaking this because I have seen it in front of my eyes, seeing how God has blessed people, including myself, how God has blessed. As I shared with you, there are so many people I've seen who have been prosperous, who use the word of God in their life, and God always blessed them. They never lacked in life, always had plenty. So this is what I shared with as you know, Proverbs 4.18. Now let's get to one understanding, the path of light. The path is also called the light of dawn as we, we have seen that. When we first come to know the Lord in his glorious fullness as Savior and Lord when Jesus becomes alive in our life, okay, it is like the sun rising after the darkness. So the sun rises in that area of our life. Every darkness gets revealed. Okay, it is like the dawn that comes in our hearts. So the dawn is not the end of God's promises or purposes in our life. However, it's just the beginning. Now the path that is there is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. That's what we are read in Proverbs 4.18. When we, walk, we are walking the path of righteousness, the light should always be getting brighter on our day. It has to get brighter and brighter. We should see our life being blessed more and more. Because God, in every situation, he turns it for our good. If you use Romans 8.28, even the situations that are against you, even the devil meant bad for you, turns for your good. I can share this truly for my own life. That what was meant bad for me turned for my blessing in my life. So, so this is how it happens. With each step and each day, the light should become brighter and brighter 
than it was before until the full day. Now, when you say the full day is the height of a noon day, okay? Savi, you know when, when it's noon, it's the yes. hottest. The sun yes. is right on top, okay? especially now with summer around, you know how hot it is, you know? And yes. when you're saying the full day is the height of noon day, okay? But it's really hot. God is not content that we should stop short of that full brightness on the noon day. The dawn is our beginning point. The path is the way of progress that we went through. Okay? And the light gets brighter and brighter. So no stopping. There's no stopping place that is there or permitted until we reach the full day. Now, this is what the Hebrew believers did and they made that mistake back there. Okay? So let us is to appropriate for them. The mistake that the Hebrews made was they trusted that the special privileges and they rested after getting it. Now, many people think that you can take a take a take a holiday. Do you think the devil takes a holiday, Savi? No. You stop reading. I would tell you one thing, Savio. Stop reading the word of God. Okay, today I, I I'm so blessed, Savio, that you're doing this, you know, your daily reflections really from the heart. Okay. How many of you are blessed by Savio's daily reflections? Put an amen because this is a servant of God who's doing it for the Lord. He's doing it from the heart. Not just to glorify Savio, but to glorify God for giving Savio to us in this Brisbane prayer. If you are truly blessed by his reflections, put an Amen. I said an Amen is a blessing, so God gives him that wisdom to continue that service. I know because I was doing the reflections. He's really done it. He's doing it from the heart. Thank you, Savio, for that. Praise God and thank you, Jesus, for Savio. Okay, so now let's go to understand through scripture again. What the writer says, take me to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11 to 14. Can you take me an IV, please? Yeah. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who has constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Amen. So what, what the writer basically says here in the word is that he's pretty blunt about it. You are just spiritual infants. Okay. Now, here what it means here is you have no right to be infants at this stage in your Christian progress. Imagine you joined the Brisbane prayer group one year before and one year later you're the same. You're doing everything. What you are doing is the same. Is there any maturity or growth? Sabio? No. 
I'm not saying this just because of Brisbane Prayer Group, but you'll be jumping one preacher to another preacher. Okay. Many people think that if I go one preacher to another preacher, if I jump 20 groups and go after someone, someone will listen to me because they don't realize that the power is within them. Okay. When the word of God comes alive in their life and they start making prayers, now the mind is renewed. When the mind is not renewed, you think that the power is with the preacher. And that is where the big mistake takes place. You become, you know, obligated to what the preacher says. Now, if the preacher is not using God's word, but is a little a bit of a deceiving person who does not use the word of God, then you will fall under what the preacher is saying. Because the word of God is not strong in you. Are you getting me, Samir? Yes. So it's very dangerous that if you are coming for the word of God session, but if you are not open the Bible and reading, then the truth will not be inside you. And it's important that the truth is inside you because that is the prosperity of God, the word of God himself. The word is Jesus himself. So he says you cannot be living on milk and you're still an infant and you're not growing. Is it possible, Savio, that the child is born after 10 years, he's still drinking milk? No. He has to move on from drinking milk to solid food. Exactly. So what is the Lord saying? In the spiritual life as well, when you join the word of God, you will be an infant. You'll be drinking milk. You'll be dependent on people. What's happening here is that the milk is what the preachers are doing, the teachers are doing, the priest is doing, your friends are doing. But when will you move into fighting the battle? That's what the Lord is saying. You cannot be an infant. Because if you are an infant, then you are not mature. And that's what he says here. So solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Okay, Advancing to maturity along the path of righteousness, in which the light grows brighter day by day, comes in actual practice by constant use of the word of God. Now, when you have the I confess boldly, now, there are many people who use this. Savio, do you use it when you're fighting the devil? Okay. Now, the devil comes and gives you a thought. And you know this is not from God. He's trying to say, create an enmity between you and another person. He says, you know, then you know that this is not the voice of the Holy Spirit. Okay. What will you do at that point of time? Will you accept that thought and give in no. to that? And will you speak those words? All yes. the devil wants is you to speak the word, which is what he's putting in your mind. He's planting those words. But you have to nip him in the bud, means you cut him there itself and say, I am the body of Christ. That's why that's the first scripture that we have in the I confess body. All glory to God. Okay, it is written, I am the body of Christ. Satan, sickness, sin, disease, lust, evil, all the kinds of fear, anything that you would like to add, add in it and say, you have no power and no place in me because the one who lives inside me rules over this, over you. When the most high God lives in me, the most low lives out in the name of Jesus. Are you getting? Yes. And you would immediately see a peace that will transcend all understanding. How many of you have experienced it? This is a spiritual battle and we are in it every day. None of you can say, no, the devil comes once in a way. If you're saying that, then, then I'm sure you're not knowing that he must be definitely deceiving. He is there all the time. He does not take any spiritual breaks. He is there all the time. You have to be strong in the word and fight him daily. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. So let us, let us understand this. That 
we have to train ourselves using god's word to fight situations if you know there's a there's a healing thing you take a healing scripture and speak it over your life if there's a curse on the family now many people says brother there is a curse in the family curse in this curse in that you know jesus christ became a curse what is the meaning of god's word when he hung on that cross he took every curse that was ever put was he was made a curse cursed be a man that hangs on a tree every curse is upon him when he has taken every curse all you do is put that very curse is taken by jesus on that cross you break the curse through the blood of jesus it will not flow from you to the next generation nine it's broken there it is as simple as this it is not complicated when jesus said in matthew 77 he said ask and you shall receive people there was a young child who prayed for the rain she carried the umbrella to the church because the elder said what are you doing why are you carrying the umbrella he said we prayed for rain god will send the rain and the rain did come and she was the only one who didn't get wet why because the lord says ask and you shall receive it's as simple as that but when we complicate you know how can it be so simple we need to do a lot of work we need to you know kneel down we need to do a lot of things god has to see i've done good work this time you know i've done a lot of good work and with all that so many people don't realize that grace cannot be earned it's an unmerited you know it's it's we are not merited we not we don't deserve it it's the favor of god he gives it to us amen so so many people think that you know if they distinguish between what is truly spiritual as opposed to what is a fleshly presentation with a soulish appeal now when i say this when you see miracles many people fall for the miracle remember one thing the gift is not important the fruit is important okay so you have a preacher who comes and you know puts his hand up everyone gets healed and people are running running just for that i'll tell you after one point of time you'll realize beyond healing and beyond all the physical requirements do we have in life because we have a body and we'll always have physical need the relationship with jesus is all that matters because you'll be content with anything and everything you have in life you say lord you are with me whatever i'm going through i know i'll come out of it whatever the situation lord you take it over i'll smile i'll be happy in fact this will be the best thing in my life and as you walk through this journey you'll realize that was your best day of life that is the truth why people start going after all these you know fads and you i'll just tell you one thing in the bible also people says the very disciples say look jesus in your name they are casting out demons in your name they are doing all this and the jesus says if they are not for us, against us they are for us if people could use the name of jesus and cast demons out okay think of you and i who are believers in christ if we use the name jesus the devil runs away millions of miles away he gets scared and that's the truth it's as simple as that because when you say in the name and authority of jesus i take the authority of jesus and i bind you devil in the name of jesus out of this place right now because i speak the name of jesus over you so i i'm just trying to share with you what power we have when we use the name jesus it's very powerful 
if people could just use the name of Jesus and heal others, get demons out who are not even the disciples of Jesus, then today we have the Holy Spirit with us. Imagine you use the name Jesus in your prayer life and in situations. Today I was praying and asked the Lord, what do you want to tell me? What do I say to people today? You know, he talked about, I always share, you know, the one who brings another person to a prayer meeting, that's the best. I mean, whatever we do, a ministry. And I said, Lord, what do you mean by that? He said, you know, we're talking about spiritual evangelization or praying evangelization. When you meet someone, I'm talking about any one of you, when you meet someone, okay, and they are going through a situation, that's the best time. You say, Lord, I'm going to make a prayer and you answer this prayer. So suppose they're having a problem in their marriage or they don't have a job. You just say, can I make a prayer for you? No one will say no. So can I pray with you? Can I pray for you for this situation? He says, no, no, no problem. Pray. And when you pray, say, Father God, I come in the name of Jesus. Your word says in Matthew 18, 19, two of us agree, it shall be done by the Father. Today I pray for a job in this brother or sister's life. Or whatever situation, I'm just taking an example of joblessness. Lord, I thank and praise you that you have heard me and you always hear me. And this brother or sister has already got the job. I thank you, Lord, with that vision. I can see this man going to work every day. And as you leave that place, tell that person you prayed with, as soon as your prayer gets answered, please send me a text that your prayer is answered. And after you go, continue bombarding heaven and say, Lord, that's my vision. The person has got the job. I only know one thing. You answered my prayer. That's it. I don't give you options because he's a soul that I'm in for you, Lord. And soon you'll get a message that the person has got the job. When the person comes back and says, brother, now can you pray for me again? Remember, this is what we are talking about. A person who's an infant. He said, now brother, pray one more thing for me. And then you pray again, but you slowly minister the word. As brother Russell said, minister the word to them. Give them the word of God. Because they say, can I, can I get what you have? And what you have is the Holy Spirit. And how the Holy Spirit comes through God's word. Because the Lord says, my word is spirit and is truth. So unless you give the word of God to them, how will they get the Holy Spirit? From where? So when you minister to them, slowly now you have won that soul for them. And that is what the Holy Spirit said. We need to go out and reach out to people. Because the Lord is answering prayers. You need to make those prayers and step out in faith. That's the only way we can bring people to Christ. And you and I and all of us have the same power. It's only in the question of executing it and taking that courage and bold courage to move in faith. You'd be surprised even children make prayers, they are answered. Because the truth is the same. God knows you by our faith, not by your works. Amen. So let's go to God's provision. What is God's provision pertaining spiritual maturity? Let's get to this part. Praise God. So, what is God's provision for attaining spiritual maturity? So, God has made a very special provision for us. And we need to know about that. And now that is in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. Take me to that scripture. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. NIV again. So, these are the different ministries that God gives us. Once we move in faith. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, 
the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Amen. Okay, there are five main ministries that you notice in this. One is the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and then the teachers. <clears throat> the two purposes of these ministries are, the first is that God's people may be prepared for the work of service. Remember, we are called to serve, okay? Christ came and talked about servant leadership. Do you know that, Savio? Yes. We have washing of the, the feet because Jesus said, I came to serve, not to be served. And that's why when we are Christians, we are called to serve others. So service comes about ourselves. So the works of service, God's people cannot automatically do the work that they are expected to do. They have to be prepared. They have to be trained. So when you go to drive a car for the first time, you're trained by an instructor, right? How to drive. Yes. You can't take the car and say, I know everything, I'll go. What will happen? Crash. Yeah, and you'll crash and, and not only destroy yourself, but destroy other people also. Yes. So it's important that you get trained. Okay, So that's why the five main ministries are placed within the body of Christ to, to bring us into the unity of the faith and to bring to maturity, us to maturity. Now, many people come here and say, brother, you're teaching us, help me. I've helped, it's helped me in my life because things have changed. Okay, with me, Brother Johnson has with me always, always teaching me, helping me. I was so close to him, like till we moved, till he moved to another place, and I moved to Australia. But my point here is the Holy Spirit was always there. He was always teaching me. He was always making ways for me. He never left me. And the beauty about the thing is that when you bring someone to Christ, the Holy Spirit takes over. Even if he goes in a wrong way, he will still come back. Something will happen. Someone will meet some destiny helper. We did a teaching on destiny helpers. Someone will come in their life, do one part, bring them there. And then the Lord will take them back. again. Do you know the Holy Spirit is a partner? I'll share this with you. The Holy Spirit is a partner. When you make a prayer of faith, that's why people who pray in tongues, oh, you're praying for a spiritual gift. You've got to move and take action in that direction. You agree, Savio? Yes. So suppose you want a healing, then you got to believe you are healed because faith without works is dead. That's what the Lord says. So you got to make an image of believing that you've already been healed. There are so many, so many people with having terminal illnesses, but they put their image in their heart and put that vision to God of the result that they want to see even before they get that result. Their result is terribly bad now, but they see what they want to see in their spiritual eyes. And they say, thank God and praise God for the result. This is my result that will come. And I thank and praise God for it because I already received it. Six months later, a year later, two years later, they get exactly that same result that they prayed for because God answered their prayer. Why this happens is because if they had not taken action of putting that vision on a paper and writing it down, you think that prayer would be answered? No. James and John, they had gone, okay. Peter and John had gone to the gate called Beautiful. If they had not to say, rise up in the name of Jesus, and if there's a rise up and that, that told that person who was crippled, they had not lifted it up, you think the Holy Spirit could have worked? No, he wouldn't. 
the holy spirit worked when he says he put his hand and lifted him up that's when the the power of god touched that that crippled man and healed him completely i have noticed when you move in faith holy spirit is a partner unless you start the car that's when the holy spirit can put the accelerator in your life but the key of starting is your job so when you pray in tongues when you are moving in tongues in faith that's when the holy spirit takes over and now that prayer gets powerful but if you don't start it you think the holy spirit can work no so i want to share with you do not think or do not get deceived by thinking that everything happens don't worry i can just go to sleep and everything will fall i have to move in faith because god is my partner i have to move if the lady had not touched the hem of jesus's garment would the healing take place no if she had not spoken the words and says if i only touch the garment she was building her faith all the time i'll touch his garment i'll touch his garment and i'll be healed she was keeping on building her faith she was you know brewing it to the point when she actually touched the garment and the power of god came in and she was healed completely the point here is jesus never said your prayer held you or your prayer has healed you what did he say your faith has healed you so nowhere in the bible it says your prayer has healed you does it say that no i want to only share one thing holy spirit is a partner you have to make a move and then he takes over you have to move in faith i'm sharing this because people who make prayers have to realize that the power of prayer is we have to make you have to move in accordance to what we speak and that prayer is an answer prayer so faith is taking an action in correspondence to what you speak the word okay so that is the meaning of faith and that's how things move okay so we have gone through this uh as we shared the five main ministries the main thing that we say is that it should be all one the whole idea is to build up someone's faith okay take verse 16 from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work okay praise god so ultimate goal is not to have a lot of separated isolated individuals okay so everyone is a part of a body so is your hand as important as your feet yes okay is the head as important as say your tongue yes okay so every part of your body is important isn't it it's one yes. body okay so we are a praying family called the holy spirit praying brisbane prayer group if somebody is hurt in some area would that pain affect us yes so if someone has got some area of you know hurt in or prayer needed in that area it affects the whole family because that's one body that's yes. why everyone prays and the healing comes through for that particular person because that person says look i need prayer okay and that's how we pray for one another and that's why james says we need to pray for one another so god's program is to come to maturity there are two main requirements first we must come under the discipline of god given ministries paul has listened you know many people who are part of our prayer group even if they are down okay so even if they yes. are down 
and not prayed for a few weeks or months. But seeing the faith or the testimonies of people, they come back again and give their life to Christ again. Yes. And again, they come back. again. Now think of it. If someone has removed someone from a prayer group and thrown them out into the actual, in the wild where the devil is. Yes. Would they ever be able to come back? You know, if they are not part of a praying family yes. or they are not part of a prayer group, they have actually left it and gone somewhere and they are not connected with any other prayer group or anybody else. So you do not know what's happening. You say, no, I'm on my own. I'm happy. Even if you're going through tough times, you say, no, I'm not going to share it. I'm going alone. And then many times you don't pray. You go into that area of, you know, you go through that particular phase of life where you don't want to talk to anyone, don't want to share with anyone, don't want to pray at all. But when you're connected with a praying family, be it this group or any group or anywhere with the anointing of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, everyone will care. What's important in the prayer group is that there should be love. There should be no differentiation between the preacher and any other. All are equal. All are same. The power is with everyone. Okay, And we speak God's word and align ourselves to his word totally. So that is very, very critical. So that's the first thing that we come as we are in, uh, you know, under the discipline of God-given ministries that Paul talks of, that is the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Without that discipline and oversight and instruction, it's impossible, you know, to see you attain maturity because you'll remain the same if you're not getting connected with some person. So I'll just give an example. You go to a gym, right? I'm saying, suppose you go to a gym. If you have a trainer in the gym. Yes. Okay. Then you are responsible because he knows your diet. He knows everything to do with your, you know, your body. He has given you a program and he'll ask you, are you following this? Yes. Okay. yes. So if you are following this, that will show in the result because your body weight will come down. Your body mass will come down. Your muscle will start growing. If he has given you a diet over the next, you know, two months, you can see some improvement. After six months, there's improvement. After one year, you can measure yourself. Is that clear? Yes. When you are in a Brisbane prayer group, you can measure yourself who you were 12 months before, who you are 12 months now, is there a change in your life? Can yes. you measure yourself and say, oh yeah, I've changed here in my prayer life. I've been asking and seeing answered prayer. Have you been making prayers and seeing answers to your prayer? Be it a small one, big one, any kind. Or you're praying for someone else and seeing prosperity in their life as well. If you're truly grown there, you know now maturity is taking place. You're moving. But you don't stop. You continue. Are you getting it? That's what the loss. Yes. So the second condition is that we must not be part of a, uh, we must be part of a growing body, not just an isolated individuals. So we need to be a part of that. So take me to Ephesians 4.14. Did you say 2.14? Ephesians 4.14. Yes. Then we no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Okay, this is very critical for us to understand. Okay. If we fail to come under these ministries, refuse to become part of a body and accept the scriptural discipline, discipline is critical. You know, Brother Russell shared one day, and that's so important. 
when you have a time for prayer it's not negotiable do you agree with me rasi on that yes okay it's it's a non negotiable thing when you are in god's word and if that's your word of god time it is your word of god time nothing else matters it is you and your god you are in the room and that's your time with the lord you are disconnected with the world your phone does not go with you it's in the drawer or whatever happens it's very very important to realize the same thing applies with your prayer life too when you pray you make the prayer in faith and you know god is answering it there is so much of power when you put discipline in your prayer life if we are disciplined in other things like watching any other movies or making time for eating our food why don't we make time in our spiritual growth as well that's where the power is i shared with you at the start of the teaching all problems start in the spirit realm and show up in the physical realm if we learn how to battle the problem in the spiritual realm then we are victorious all the time amen i hope you know this makes sense for all of us and this is very very important that we make time and that's why he talks of discipline okay now what he also says we will remain infants all the time if there is no spiritual discipline we will be tossed back and forth and blown here and there by every wind of teaching okay so we would not know anything so many believers are like that they come in uh, and they go after one teacher after the other they want one new teaching every time they said this there's a new preacher and his teaching is very good let's go to this one let's go to that one so it's all about what they do and so it's very important that we realize that this very scripture talks of that that unless and until we become mature uh, in god's word we will remain the same and we'll always be you know running from one teacher to another teacher one teaching to another teaching but not ever having time to read god's word meditate on it and that is life transformation when god's word comes inside your heart and you speak it out into a situation that's when the power of god comes and things start changing amen so that is important that we get to that point as usual my laptop is playing up and that's why i'm stuck please god but let me ask you savio after you have come into the brisbane track group how is your spiritual journey i mean how it has changed you know how is word of god's word helped you in your daily life you know especially when you write those reflections can you share that for a minute till i settle this yes sure sure vivek yes since the time i've uh, started sharing the reflections of uh, the word of god is become so much alive much more alive and god through his wisdom enlightens me to bring that message to his people and i'm so thankful for that that through that through that word through that message that i'm able to touch the lives of many many people who are reading the reflection that i sent so thank Praise you god. jesus thank you jesus okay so now we go back to so we have understood one thing if we are immature spiritually we will keep going from one preacher to another preacher one prayer group to another prayer group never settling anywhere it's not the question of running around here and there but the most important is your relationship with jesus through his word if you are not decided to open the word of god and meditate on it then you'll be tossed and forth by every wind of teaching 
you'll run here, run there, somewhere something is happening, you run there. Or oh, there's some prayer happening there. You never realize that the power is actually in you. God has given the same Holy Spirit to everyone. If you dig deep inside and the whole power to heal yourself is in your spirit, if you realize this truth, then you don't run preacher to preacher. You just go use the word and heal yourself. Or you make a prayer with someone rather than asking someone to pray for you. So the sixth step is let us draw near to the most holy place. And now this is from Hebrews chapter 10. Okay, It's interesting that we make resolutions every time. But one thing is very clear is that we have to understand that we have to be holy as our Father is holy because we're going to the most holy place. Now let's take, take me to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 22. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God. Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies Washed with pure water. Praise God. Now let's contrast this with the fourth resolution we made, which we looked at in the part two of the series. And there we said, let's draw near to the throne of grace. By contrast, this one says, let us draw near to God. Okay. We have to understand that it is in context. It is directly related to the statement in Hebrews 19. That's 10, 19, the first one, which it says, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place, that is... Then it says, let us draw near to God. Are you getting me? Yes. We, we have the confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. Now, I want to share this when we go deeper to understand this part of the tabernacle. Okay? So let us draw near to the throne means that we have to come for help we need for mercy and grace. Russell was teaching on this today and the Lord also put this on my heart. But let us draw near to the most holy places to draw close to God himself. It's the suggestion is not merely that we come to the throne for help, but that we are invited to take our place with Christ on the throne. This is the part of it, which is really touching. Okay, I'll repeat that. The suggestion is not merely to come to the throne for help, but we are invited to take our place with Christ on the throne. That is what it means to enter into the most holy place. Now, to go deeper into this, people who really are blessed who are here will understand this. It's a true. Uh, this was this really was life changing for me. Thank you, Jesus. 
the tabernacle as we understand it it is not a room here to give a detailed exposition of the tabernacle but there are three areas of the tabernacle okay this was the tabernacle that the priest made okay the inner area of the first curtain was called the holy place okay there was a inner court and an outer court there was the outer court and then the first curtain of the tent was the holy place and at the end beyond the second curtain was the most holy place the language used in the book of hebrews i'm giving a little bit of history about this so that we understand that when we go to the father in confidence with the blood of jesus you are entering the holy of holies i'm going to draw this so that you understand what i mean when i when i say this okay i'm giving a little history so that we understand what we do when we go with the precious blood of jesus shanin sings is in we enter the holy of holies we enter through the blood of the lamb this is the same scripture hebrews 10:19 okay so what really happens here our destination is the most holy place beyond the second curtain now if you look at this the the way it was done the only furniture in the most holy place it was designed by god and was just the ark of the covenant which was made was a box that was made of acacia wood and this was all covered with gold it was topped with what was called the mercy seat or the place of propitiation inside the ark there were two tablets the 10 commandments uh tablets of the 10 commandments but there was also covered by the mercy seat this indicates that through christ and what he did on our behalf the law has been covered by mercy what i like most about this is mercy over the law the law was covered by mercy because of what jesus did on the cross so when you go in with the name of jesus even if you have done something very bad you know because of what he did on the cross and when we say i'm sorry i ask for forgiveness you are forgiven i want you to know this what jesus did on the cross was to destroy death in the holy of the holies even a single sin was complete destruction of mankind jesus became a sin offering so that our sins are forgiven when we are forgiven we become one with god and his grace flows straight away i shared this at the start and that's why the holy spirit brought it this is what i was trying to talk of when i was trying to share it at the end of the mercy seat there are two cherubs each facing one another they were looking towards the center of the mercy seat with their wings stretched out and their wing tips they're touching each other in the center the mercy seat was god's throne god sits on the throne of mercy his mercy covers the law what i like is this the mercy covers the law imagine we are no longer under the law do you know what it means to be under the law sabir we are not under uh, anything that uh, we god with his with his precious blood that he has covered us with his mercy <clears throat> uh, and we are forgiven of our sins we are forgiven of whatever we have done in the past <clears throat> yeah yes rasul not under judgment yeah but you know today there's a new covenant that god has given us there was a mosaic law with more than 633 sins or different laws that you had to follow if you break one of them you are breaking today the holy spirit is that living god that is inside us he convicts us of sin we don't need to remember which law because we are you know we are not under law we are under that grace of god when the holy spirit is there things have changed now when we are talking about the holy of holies and especially when you are going to the holy of holies what i share with you is 
all of you whoever are here listening to me make a bold you know i used to always pray father god as you pray to jesus the holy spirit told me you need to pray to father god go to the father in the name of jesus because when you go to the father he is the source of everything remember he was the one who was a creator who is everything he sent his son to us and only through jesus can i go through the holy of holies because when i walk in in confidence i'm trying to share something very deep understand when you enter the heavenly realm you need to go with the blood of jesus and you walk in with confidence boldly in the presence of the father and when you go there with confidence with thanksgiving that's why psalms 100 say enter the gates with thanksgiving in your heart enter his court with praise you should always enter with thanksgiving and enter his court with praise and when you go in the name of jesus make your request known to the father with boldness because he knows that you have paid that price the price was paid by jesus and you are bought by that price your prayer is answered try to make this prayer i would just share this father god i come into your presence praising and thanking you because you are god forever and ever there is no other god like you let your name be blessed and honored forever and ever i come in the holy presence in your holy presence through the precious blood of jesus your loving son and along with the holy spirit my praying partner i come in into the holy of holies with the blood of my lord jesus who is the lord and savior and master of my life and now when you speak to the lord make your request known to him with confidence saying father your word says that anything you ask in the name of your son jesus is an answered prayer i know you hear me and you always hear me as in you you know this is in john 11 when jesus was praying uh you know and he made this prayer now i want you to make this prayer and say in jesus name i pray that i have already received what i have asked i want you to know that we can approach the holy of holy with boldness back in the day before jesus the high priest the very high priest could only enter the holy of holy only once a year and that also he was tied and there were bells put around him because if he died nobody could enter in they could have to only pull him out nobody else could enter the holy of holies and see god because they would die today we go with confidence such confidence that jesus paid the price the blood of jesus is very powerful when you use the blood of jesus over your life that hedge is built in any situation immediately put the blood of jesus upon you the devil will run away run away okay so i want you to know when we enter the holy of holies let's enter with confidence and ask the lord you know knowing that our, our prayer is always being heard we couldn't no one could enter the holy of holies because of what unless because we know what jesus did now when we go to hebrews 10 it talks of a new and a living way that's it speaks of the new of the living way is what jesus has done and he is the way of which because he has become the way through which we enter the holy of holies now there are four requirements to enter into the most holy place the first requirement of is a very sincere heart i always share this i've shared this with you even if you do not remember your scripture but you know in your heart and believe that jesus christ has paid the price and god hears hears your prayer go with faith believing god in your mind make a simple prayer from your heart 
make a prayer of agreement with your spouse or with someone else. The prayer of the heart is always answered. I'll say this again, 100%. Never was a case of a prayer of the heart that was not answered. Okay? So whenever you make a prayer, it is always answered when you pray it from the heart. Just believe that God has always heard you and he always hears you. A sincere heart is a very important thing. So we approach God with a heart, not with our head. This is where the problem comes. God is not the answer to an intellectual riddle, but he does meet a longing heart. If you have the desire in your heart that that prayer be answered, it will always be answered. It must be a sincere heart without any pretensions or hypocrisy. We have to expose ourselves to God just as we are and not to try to cover up anything. When you go to God, just be everything in front of him. Let him know everything about you. He knows everything, but just open up everything. And that will bring you to that level of humility, to approach him with confidence. The second one is a full assurance of faith. Now, we know in Hebrews 11, 6, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Okay, For he comes to God, must believe that he exists. And you know, this is what we know in Hebrews 11, 6. So we see it very clearly here that unless until we must come to come to God with faith and God's faithfulness is there in every situation of our life. In other words, not in our own ability or righteousness, but in absolute faith in God's faithfulness. Do we believe, Save, that God is faithful? Yes. And then when I go with prayer to God, will he answer my prayer? Yes, definitely. If you go on your knees and pray to God and say, God, Father God, I know I come into the Holy of Holies with the blood of Jesus. And today from my heart, I pray for my heart's sincere most desire. And you put that desire there, Lord, I'm a sinner. Put everything in front of God. What God likes is a contrite heart. Bring, like David brought everything up in front of God. He never left anything on the table. He says, this is all I am. What I have is my sin to offer you. I have nothing more but my sins to offer you. Just be upfront with God and tell him everything. Nothing to be hidden. Everything, even that what you hide also said, Lord, that also I bring in front of you. What happens when you do this? When you expose yourself to God, you become confident to make a prayer. And that's what changes our life. I always pray only for one thing, brothers and sisters, daily. I pray for God's wisdom. That's all I pray. Because if I have his wisdom and his understanding, everything else will fall in place. Okay. And anything I pray for needs, I only say, Lord, give me Jesus Christ come alive in my life. Because when I have Jesus, I have everything. You know, we have at him, Savio, we sing, we have everything when we have Christ. Yes. Okay, I have everything when I have Christ. Because when I seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness, all other things are added unto me. Then why should I worry about asking for this and that? Let Christ alone be in my heart. So God's wisdom is important. Now, a third part is our hearts are sprinkled from uh, from an evil conscience. <clears throat> an evil conscience comes from wrong and sinful deeds that we do, that uh, that we have committed in the past through the blood of Jesus. However, we can receive assurance that those evil deeds in the past have been forgiven and our hearts are pure from sin. Now, in this I want to share with you, if you have done a wrong sin, the devil will keep coming and reminding you of the sin. Does it happen to you? Yes. I put an amen all the time. Yes. If it's Comes to you, he keeps on reminding, you know what you did that time with so-and-so yes. person? Okay? And you know what you did? How that was? And he'll bring any kind of, someone has gone into a wrong relationship or something, he'll bring the relationship and the person all the time in front of him. And keep on thinking of that person. 
or if you have done something in your office or something that's happened there or if you abuse someone or that something he will bring all those situations but what jesus says when your sins are forgiven they are completely erased from the book of life so remember there is sin is no more sin it's gone completely others what's the use of asking for you know if you go for a confession and you are totally cleansed of that sin it's totally gone the guilt is gone okay that's what romans 8:1 says there's no condemnation that you are now in christ jesus so remember we we have a heart sprinkled from an evil conscience through the blood of jesus the blood of jesus is the one that has paid the price and every time you make a mistake say the blood of jesus cleanse me of my sin of my guilt let the guilt be out of me the devil only plays in guilt he takes that guilt and puts it on him our bodies are washed with the pure water this is in his first epistle uh, john tells us that jesus came by water and by blood take me to that scripture 1 john 5:6 we see both the elements here of the blood and the water one joy john 5:6 this is the one who came by water and blood jesus christ he did not come by water only but by water and blood and it is the spirit who testifies because the spirit is the truth so you get it the spirit testifies and the spirit tells us about jesus okay yes and we have the divine mercy that talks about the blood and water which gush forth from the heart of jesus are you getting me this is again a scripture there in that direction yes. that he did not come by water alone but by water and blood okay so we understand one thing what the water symbolizes here is like a christian baptism in every place where it's explained in the new testament christian baptism is depicted as sharing in the death burial and the resurrection of jesus this is what we share in christ his death his burial and the resurrection okay in the i believe we speak of that correct yes so we we believe this is who we are as a christian so the new and living way is jesus it is the act of coming and partaking of his death his burial and resurrection we are to be identified with everything that jesus went through in dying for our sins because he died for us individually you can say he died for vivek he died for us he died for savio died for shanin died for shinela died for the whole prayer group the whole brisbane prayer group and every person of our families now efficiency are 2 4 and 6 it's the last scripture for the day but because of his great love for us god who is rich in mercy made us alive with christ even when we were dead in transgressions it is by grace 
you have been saved and god raised us up with christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in christ jesus now let's understand this very critical i hope if someone has really heard the scripture put an amen if you really understood what it is it's it's true blessing to understand the scripture is one of the deepest scriptures in the holy word of god okay so the first one is we are made alive okay the first thing is we are made alive the second is we are raised up or resurrected and the third is we are seated with him now where is jesus seated on the throne so what does it mean to be seated with him it means to be enthroned to share the throne with him okay in the heavenly realms this is what the word of god says once we see our identification with jesus we are invited to follow him all the way he is the new and the living way that's why we say jesus is the way the truth and the life everything is through jesus you can't go to the father unless you have jesus in you jesus is everything in your life okay he is the way and he is your new and living way for all of us we can be can be made alive with him and we can be resurrected with him but we don't need to stop there we have to be enthroned with him this is where is our final destination in the pattern of the tabernacle the first curtain represents what we enter into to sharing in the resurrection of jesus this is the understanding of the scripture but the second curtain that leads to the most holy place represents that we enter into the into through sharing in the ascension of jesus jesus was not merely resurrected but subsequently he was raised up to heaven and he was set, raised up to the heaven to the throne this is where god wants us god does not want us to stop short of in this new and living way until we have reached the throne until we are sharing the throne with jesus seated with him in the heavenly place this is our final destination to be with jesus sharing the throne with him in the heavenly realms now this is our resolution for the lord after this year that with nothing should stop fall short of us attaining that very grace with god gives us to come to that revelation that jesus sits in on that throne and we share with jesus christ as he sits in the heavenly realms and that is our destination so let us make this our resolution this year that we will not stop short of the place where god wants us to come and we will continue following and understanding now as we shared the holy of holies we enter with the blood of god blood of the lamb when you make a prayer to god always remember father god i come into your holy presence through the blood of my lord jesus christ use this and walk into the holy of holies there is a total different presence of god you feel when you are into that very midst in the heavenly realms every prayer is answered in the heavenly realms okay we have a teaching on this on heavenly realms if someone wants to understand spirituality and wants to go deeper it's it's important to get to that teaching as well russell if you can share that teaching of heavenly realms it'll be beautiful uh, for anyone wants to go deeper it's, it was a wonderful teaching we had it's also uh, it's there on our youtube channel as well and so today's teaching we end here with these two steps that we take i'm going to make a prayer as we enter into the new year remember this is the last teaching for the year so we release the angels in our life and we pray the angel power confession and we pray in a special way that they that the angels are ministered and we release them into the new year of 2022
so this new year is a blessing and for not only us but for our whole family for our spouses for our children for our job for our bosses who we work under who work hard for us so that we have wages put food on our table also and for our colleagues and for everyone so let's pray this sabe and let's yes. all pray in faith believing that the angels remember uh we have not done a teaching sabe on the angels right how to command the angels i told you we are done yeah okay yeah we, we we need to do a teaching as well how to command angels i can't remember russell did we do a teaching on commanding the angels no we didn't we didn't okay so that be a that will be a teaching in the new year again we'll share how the angels are so real they wait for us to give them a command and they are always operating waiting for us each of us are given an angel hebrews 114 so we have that very authority and privilege so let's make a prayer now and let's let's all uh, repeat don't unmute sabu uh, repeat after me because i am the righteousness of god because, because i am because i am the righteousness of god angels have been sent to minister to me angels have been sent to minister to me they respond to the word of god which i speak they respond to the word of god which i speak therefore i lose angels with the words of my mouth therefore i lose angels with the word of my mouth i say today i say today let the lord be magnified let the lord be magnified who takes pleasure in my prosperity who takes pleasure in my prosperity in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus i command the angels i command the angels to bring me to prosperity in my spirit to bring me to prosperity in my spirit in my home in my home in my body in my body in my family life in my family life in my job in my job in my business in my business and in my finances and in my finances i declare promotion i declare promotion and command the angels to bring promotion into my life and command the angels to bring promotion in my life in the coming new year in the coming new year i have a blood bought covenant promise from god i have a blood bought promise covenant covenant from god almighty almighty to multiply exceedingly to multiply exceedingly therefore i confess therefore i confess i am exceedingly fruitful and blessed right now in jesus name i'm exceedingly fruitful and blessed in jesus mighty name i command the angels of god i command the angels of god to go to go and bring this covenant to pass in my life now to go and bring this covenant to pass in my life right now i have the power to get wealth 
I have the power to get wealth and prosperity and prosperity and I release angels and I release angels to bring wealth and prosperity into my life to bring wealth and prosperity in my life I declare right now I declare right now that I am healed that I am healed healthy healthy delivered delivered and freed from the bondage of sin and freed from the bondage of sin i am the head always and never the tail i am the head always and never the tail i am above only and never beneath i am above only and never beneath i will lend but never borrow i will lend but never borrow and everything i put my hand to will prosper and everything i put my hand to will prosper i walk in the favor of god i walk in the favor of god and my favor is increased even as i am speaking right now and my favor is increased even as i speak right now i have more than enough money to pay every bill that comes in i have more than enough money to pay every bill that comes in and i declare i am totally debt free now and i declare that i am totally debt free right now i have the authority of heaven and in the name of jesus i have the authority of heaven and in the name of jesus i declare whatever i bind on earth is bound in heaven i declare whatever i bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatever i lose on earth is loosed in heaven and whatever i lose on earth is loosed in heaven i am free from unforgiveness i am free from unforgiveness and i set my will to forgive anybody and i set my will to forgive anybody for anything for anything no matter what no matter what i forgive them i forgive them i walk in the love of god towards everyone i walk in the love of god towards everyone no exceptions no exceptions i send my angels forth right now i send my angels forth right now to do god's pleasure to do god's pleasure and bring those words to pass and bring those words to pass angels go now angels go now and minister prosperity unto me in jesus name and minister prosperity unto me in jesus name and may this year 2022 be prosperous for me and my family and may this year 2022 be prosperous for me and my family father i thank you in advance father i thank you in advance for all that you have done on my behalf for all that you have done on my behalf like you have declared like you i have declared what will be what will be 
and i am committed to calling those things and i am committed to calling those things that be not that be not as though they are as though they are right now i rejoice right now i rejoice and i am exceedingly glad and i am exceedingly glad that you have granted to me the petitions i have requested that you have granted to me the petitions that i have requested while i am yet speaking while i am yet speaking my total life prosperity is settled now my total life prosperity is settled now and with great expectation and with great expectation i will continuously speak faithful words i will continuously speak faith filled words in the new year in the new year and allow every word and thought and allow every word and thought to confirm what i believe to confirm what i believe i have received what i have received in jesus mighty name i pray in jesus mighty name i pray amen amen so this is a very powerful prayer i mean if you have prayed this prayer i'm sure jane will put it on the group so please pray it with your family of mighty miracles take place when you lose the angels in your life and we'll do this teaching i promise you in this coming year so we'll not meet we'll meet in the new year so i wish all of you a very happy and prosperous 2022 and we have prayed already and i'm i'm so blessed that we have been part of this praying family please keep me in prayer and pray for brother russell as well we both minister god's word so that you know we are all blessed and we continue doing our job of you know serving you in year 2 2022 thank you savio thank you everyone good night god bless and please share your testimonies on the whatsapp and the telegram uh, group thank you uh, savio yep yeah, thank you vivek bye good night bye bye good night